0: Hey friends, welcome to Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host Liz Cox and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Our hope here at Twirl Talk is that this is a place where you can come for wholehearted advice and encouragement in the midst of planning your wedding, but also for life far beyond that. This is a collection of really fun conversations with a variety of people, both in the wedding industry and outside of it, that simply want to come together and help you thrive the best that you can in every season of your life. So basically, this is like having life chats with your besties over a glass of wine and figuring out how not to lose your mind in the midst of all the crazy. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then sister, you're in good company here. All right, friends. Today we're doing something a little bit different. So what you're going to be hearing today is a conversation I had with my best friend, Cassie Dilly, who is the host of her own podcast, Celebrate Confidently. And she invited me onto her show as her guest, which was so much fun. Uh, I was in the hot seat. The tables were turned. Um, but I knew that this was a conversation that I wanted to have with her on this podcast as well. So we just kind of like, hey, let's just share this one podcast. We'll ha- it'll be on her podcast and it'll be on this podcast. We're doing a little podcast share. Um, but yeah, it's really great. We are having a conversation all about how to do friendship When you're in different seasons of life, I think this is something that is prevalent in every person's life, and we are all navigating life and adult friendship. That is, you know, it's it's not easy, and so we are by no means experts, but we have lived to tell the tale about a lot of seasons of friendship together, and hope that this conversation is really encouraging to you, and you feel like you are empowered and and confident to walk into friendship or to continue to navigate friendship in a way that um, just enriches your life with your for yourself and the people that you love. So without further ado, buckle up and listen to this life-giving conversation with my best friend, Cassie Dilley.
1: Hi, friends. Welcome back to Celebrate Confidently. Today, I have a very special guest. She's not the first one in the recording booth, but she is the first one. (laughs) Why are you
0: laughing? Because I'm insulted. Sorry.
1: sorry. She is the first guest on the podcast, which feels very fitting. It's my best friend, Liz Cox or Elizabeth Cox. Mm, So formal. So formal. But she is, this is a really fun day. One, yeah. because you are my best friend, my person, but two, because your podcast was <gasps> my very first yeah. taste of podcasting Aww. and I loved it. So I have you to thank partially for this podcast ever existing, but yes. So welcome to my sweet friend, Liz. She is here today and I'm just excited to share this conversation with you. It's one that we have had many a, a time <laughs> just in our own, um, corners of the world and at one point we had joked and said after so many friend dates at mm-hmm. either either person's home we were like we should start a podcast one day called couch conversations <laughs> oh, do you I remember forgot that? that I about that
0: maybe just, it still will happen i'm one just day. saying
1: one day one day you could be looking for a new
0: podcast <laughs> oh that would be oh man now my mind's reeling
1: yes well to be picked up at a later date so mm-hmm.
0: anyways <laughs> let's just jump right in liz will you
1: share with these people who are tuning in today, hey a little bit about who you are and yeah. what you do, and your podcast, <sighs> yeah. and yeah, all Ready, the things.
0: Set, go on your market set. Hi, friends. Um, I am super excited to be here today with you guys. This is uh, I feel really excited. I'm usually the the host, so it feels really exciting to be in the guest seat today.
1: um first.
0: right? It feels weird, but actually, if you're listening, um, you can listen in two spots for this episode, because I'm actually going to be sharing it on my podcast as well. Um, Which is funny, because I always say our intro is like, feels like you're having live chats with your girlfriends over a glass of wine and that's literally what's happening. I know you were just living out our intro. (laughs) So yes hi I am Liz Cox. I am the creative director for Toro Bridal Boutique in Lexington, Kentucky and I own a small business coaching company called Refine Retail Consulting where we coach small business owners and that is really my big passion. And through that, I host a podcast called Twirl Talk Podcast. Okay, so you
1: host Twirl Talk. And so wherever you're tuning in from this conversation today, here at Celebrate Confidently, we like to talk about celebrating your people and Mm -hmm. yourself well in all seasons of life. And that looks like party planning, hosting gatherings in your home, how to be um, a prepared hostess. Mm -hmm. It also looks like celebrating the more Um, existential things of life Mm -hmm. like friendship and failure and vulnerability and all different types of things. Um, And so today we're diving into kind of a series that it's not really official, it's just in my head, but something that I really feel passionate about is friendship, specifically Mm -hmm. adult friendship. It's something that Liz and I have walked through in our community, in our Mm -hmm. own lives, and Post college, so Liz and I became friends our freshman year of college, mm-hmm. which was now eleven years ago, oh, which is still so we do talk away. about. That. Hey, you know what? Aging is great. We're aging gracefully. I love it. Yeah. I love getting older. Um, truly. But we met eleven years ago. We became friends. We became best friends the summer between freshman year and sophomore year. It was just kind of an instant connection in a yeah. very short span of time, and then we have been incredibly close ever since yeah but we have walked through very different seasons of life Mm -hmm. we have walked through different seasons of life with different friends meaning Mm -hmm. we've each gained new friendships along the way as we've gotten older and we've gotten to see how friendship can be really really hard as adults, mm. it is also one of the most fulfilling and essential things as you age. Mm. And yeah. so, a big thing that I wanted to dive into so, Liz is here kicking off this series is hey. a deeper dive into friendships as adults mm. and how we can celebrate different aspects of those adult friendships and mm-hmm. so I asked Liz to be on the podcast she was actually the very first person I thought of when I was originally thinking of having a podcast primarily because I wanted to have a space to be able to put the conversations that she and I have been having in the privacy of our mm-hmm. own homes for many many years and um, I'm very fortunate she's the friend that I am able to verbally process with she's the friend that I'm able to just talk about the hard things with Mm -hmm. um she's not the only friend but she is a the consistent friend Mm -hmm. um that has been able to to listen and then also point me right back to the ground and hit the ground running Mm -hmm. which are very valuable relationships and so the reason I wanted her on though is specifically because Elizabeth Cox is number one in my head at celebrating other people well when they especially are in a different season than your own. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is, um, and Liz will get to explain this a little bit more for herself, but Liz is nearing her 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. She has many, 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 many friends. (laughs) She, in those friendships, has been a key component in introducing that friend to their future spouse and then has stood next to them in their wedding Mm -hmm. more times than I can count on one hand. And she has done each new stage of friend having a boyfriend, friend getting engaged, friend becoming a bride, friend becoming a wife, friend becoming a mother. Mm -hmm. All while Liz has very patiently been waiting for her own Mm -hmm. husband and family, which we are fervently praying for. (laughs) And the Lord is bringing him. I know. So if you're out there listening to this podcast, (laughs) you can, you know, (laughs) drop us a line. Um, that may get edited out later. I don't don't leave it, leave it. <laughs> Bring it out. This could be how I find my husband. I would be so honored. I mean, how <laughs>
0: freaking awesome would Dang that it, be? Dang it, now
1: I want that to happen. Okay, anyways, so Liz, in my mind, and I think in the mind of many others, is a rock star oh. at celebrating others well, but it is not easy, and um, not all people do this well. And so I thought it would be really um important and a really good conversation to jump into talking about... How do we celebrate other people well when they are in a different season than we are in? Mm -hmm. And a kicker of this is they're in a season that we also long to be Mm -hmm. in. Um, Because we can celebrate others well and maybe not want the things they're pursuing in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, And we might not understand what our friends are pursuing and have a hard time encouraging them and celebrating them. But to be able to encourage well, to love well, and to also long for that for yourself Mm -hmm. is a really um, unique tension and one that I believe you have sat in really beautifully, friend. So I'm honored to have you here today. I am thrilled that my listeners are able to just get a taste of you. I'm thrilled that I get to ask the questions. So your listeners on Twirl Talk get to have this side of you, which is a gift to them, whether they know it or not. So... Let's just dive on in. I would love for you to kind of talk from the beginning of your story. Let's start focusing oh, in yeah. from like call end of college years okay. and um, kind of progress from there, like okay. what you see, how you've seen this played out in your life.
0: Mm, man, loaded question. But yeah, it, it's a really unique tension to sit in. I would say, um, I guess to give context for, to my story, like Cass said, a lot of my life has been introducing a lot of people to their spouses and some sometimes it was uh very much intentional I remember the summer that she and I became Cassie and I became best friends uh at the time I had a very serious boyfriend and at the time her husband and said boyfriend were best friends they still are that made it sound like past tense and they no longer they like are each still other Still best friends they are still best friends but, but he and I are not together yes, anymore <laughs> um but we worked at a summer camp together And that was where Cassie and I became best friends, and I remember we were walking to breakfast, uh, and her husband was on the porch sweeping, and I remember looking at her, and I was like, what a man. What a man. That was the one time he's ever swept in his life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: It really was. He
0: actually does most of the cleaning in uh-huh. his house. Yeah, so let's, let's what a, be real. Man, what a man! What a man! What a, yeah, what a okay. man! Um. Anyway, and so we're walking. Cassie and I are walking to breakfast, and there's Nathan looking like just a stud, sweeping the front porch of a raggedy old cabin. And I was like, Cass, you should. What do you think about Nathan? She was like, eh, Yeah. I mean, he's cute. And I was like, Cool. Great. Awesome you guys should probably date and she's like that that feels like a lot and you know push came subtle <laughs> yeah it was, like, <laughs> it was very blunt and uh that's kind of how i work and long story short they ended up together and the rest was history and it also that is the story of uh kind of a lot of marriages that came out of college for friends of ours uh all met from this relationship i was in in a lot of ways it should have been and was a very difficult thing to still very much be in the same friend group and um, rejoice in these marriages and engagements and all of these things in the midst of my own pain from a really difficult breakup. Um, And But I think that kind of set the tone for me of, like, I get to choose Mm. here. I get to choose – if I'm going to delight in this for my friends or if I'm going to choose to just kind of be bitter for the rest of my life. And I made, whether I recognized it or not, the conscious decision of like, it's not worth being bitter. How much am I going to miss out on if bitterness and resentment is what I wallow in? And again, I don't think at the time I knew that that was the choice I was making. I think it was just kind of a, like, <laughs> fight or flight, sink or swim mentality of, like, this is happening, so you got to figure out what's going to happen here. And I think there was a lot of, there was, there was a lot to all of it, but it also just continued. And, you know, we made, <laughs> we made a joke for years, if you lived with me at any point in your life, um, within maybe a year or two of us living together, you would get married. Or you would get engaged. you meet your husband, get engaged, and get mm-hmm. married. Yes. And I've got a track record of about five five friends I think I've lived with, and that's been the story. Um, so I'm a great – I'm a good luck charm for a lot of people. But, but that uh, makes it
1: hard on you. It does. Because you are constantly turning over roommates. Yeah. And
0: and the older I've gotten, the harder it's gotten mm-hmm. because of that. Um. For some context of what my life looks like currently, the week of Christmas, I moved in with my parents, which is like not dependent on any of that, but for like, what, three and a half years Mm -hmm. before that, I lived on my own. And a lot of that was because the list of who to live with ran out. Mm -hmm. Um, All of my friends either had gotten married or were in that season where they were about to get married or just, you know whatever and so they
1: they had a roommate or they wanted to live
0: alone and and part of that too was you know we were getting in our older 20s and that was a natural progression of life and at the time I don't think I was very excited to move in by myself it felt really exciting and like wow I feel really adult like this Mm -hmm. is awesome and I don't think it sat in for a bit of like but I kind of was forced into this. Mm -hmm. And again, I just feel like without really consciously knowing it was, again, the choice in front of me was like, okay, are we going to sit and be bitter and resentful? Or are we going to carry on? And and, and carry on in the perspective of like, it's not a me versus them. It's Mm. a, we get to do life together it just looks really different mm. and it's interesting about 3 years ago on mother's day i wrote a post on instagram it was also announcing the first pregnancy like our first friend to be pregnant it was their pregnancy announcement and i had taken their photos and that, that was a whole nother component too i was a photographer starting my sophomore year of college i think so mm-hmm. not only was i like living through all of these joyful seasons of life with my friends, I was also being asked to document all of them. Mm-hmm. And be very up close and <laughs> be personal. Be very with up close them. and personal with it, um, which was a gift. Um, it is such a joy to walk into people I love's home and see my work in their house and um, to just freeze that time for them. That is That is a true joy. Anyway, that's why. But
1: not all gifts are easy to receive. So totally. you know, it's a gift. that, And I think, again, to those listening, this is why Liz Liz, and her perspective and her position on this is, is really valuable to listen to because if you find yourself in friendships and the friendships look different mm-hmm. and they're in different seasons than you are, this is what – hello, this is what you need to be <laughs> tuning into because this is someone who loves the Lord a lot, who loves her people really well, and is in a season of patience and waiting. Mm-hmm. And she's able to say, I can be joyful mm-hmm. and serve my friends and provide them with photos. Because you don't do this for, you don't make money off of this. No. Like this is a, this yeah. is now something you do as a hobby and yeah, as yeah, a gift yeah. to people. Totally. And when you're documenting engagements, mm-hmm. babies in the hospital, yeah. maternity sho- shoots, like all of that, you know, Christmas cards. That's mm-hmm. all done as just the goodness of your heart. Yeah, yeah, She's doing that and saying, it's a gift to me. But also... As your best friend, I want to just make, like, also set the foundation of that's not just like Liz naturally is like, and this is so fun. It's like, yeah. I'm choosing to love my people well by providing my talents to them mm. to document. It's a gift to see it in their home. It's also kind of hard it's to, fair. like, be in yeah. the delivery rooms when babies mm. are born and think, I am so thrilled this child's here. Mm-hmm. But I also really want to be mom- a mama myself. Yeah. And so, yeah. I wanted to interrupt to make it you were making it sound like oh it's so great to see all. my work and this is easy yeah. and which is I, my tendency. Yeah. What, right and I love you for saying and f- and choosing to claim the joy Mm -hmm. in it because that's what you have done really well I think it makes it even more powerful when we acknowledge that you are claiming the joy in the midst of also having longing and it it is also hard yeah it is hard and you don't always let that side show which I commend you for because you allow people to have the fullness of joy without tainting it Mm. with your longing but we shouldn't downplay your longing Mm. okay stepping off my soapbox
0: continue well i'll say three years ago i you know i when we think about mother's day it's obviously a beautiful thing to celebrate and the women in our lives that fill that role need to be celebrated but i think it's also um something that obviously people acknowledge um the tenderness of those who are battling i might cry infertility or the loss of a child or a loss of a mother but i will never forget the time that um, a friend of mine, really a mentor of mine, told me that being single can feel like infertility Uh, because you're in the longing and the not yet season. And I remember hearing that and wanting to be like, no, that's, no, that's not fair to say. Like singleness is not, not as hard as infertility. And she looked at me dead in the eyes and was like, Yes, it is, mm. and it's okay to claim that. Um, and so, all that to say, so out of that place, on Mother's Day, I wrote this post, and it was also saying like, "Oh, and my friends are pregnant." But this is this is what I wrote three years ago, and then I shared it again this year because I think it still rings loudly true, and I I know that all the the truth of it all the more because the baby that we shared the announcement for is over two years old now and you know all these little lives are a part of my life now and like they are the loves of my life Mm -hmm. and I I wouldn't get to say that if I didn't press against bitterness and resentment like you just miss out on so much Um, if you just say like well, screw it. My life doesn't look like theirs. I can't be happy. I can't Mm -hmm. be joyful because our lives are different. And anyway, I'll read what I wrote and then we carry on, but it just is far more eloquent than what I'll be able to actually just roll off my tongue. So I wrote these words on Mother's Day three years ago and they ring just as loudly today as they did then, especially now that so many tiny besties have filled my heart since 2018. For those of you that feel a little tender this weekend, one, I see you and I love you, and two, these words are for you. And this is what I wrote three years ago. How do we celebrate joyfully in the midst of our own longing? How do we choose joy instead of sadness every time a new engagement is announced or an ultrasound is shown that doesn't belong to us? We can still celebrate joyfully because hope is still true for us, even if our stories look different. God's faithfulness to us doesn't diminish just because we don't have what we long for right in this moment. Preaching to my own heart right now. I was talking with a friend about us having to redefine what faithfulness looks like in this season of waiting. It's much easier to lean into self-pity and the why not me perspective than it is to tell ourselves truth like God still loves me even though I'm single or God hasn't left me even though no one calls me mama. (laughs) This Mother's Day, I pray with all of my being that you will join me in celebrating others' stories with joy. I'm not saying it will take away the sting of the not-yet season we're in, but it it will allow us to take part in celebrating the bigger story the Lord is writing. You choosing to celebrate is declaring that God is faithful still. And friends, that promise is what spurs on our joy. Because joy isn't based on circumstances, but instead joy is deep-seated contentment in our hearts. Contentment comes when we know what is true and we choose to be grateful for it. So friend, here is what is true. You are seen. You are loved. God is faithful. Now let's joyfully celebrate the stories our good father is writing because they matter, just like yours does too. Insane. Mm. <laughs> mm. All Instagram captions uh, could be read. Right? Amen. I know, Amen. Right?
1: Uh,
0: so that that is the summation of many, many, many years of trying to figure out that tension, and and I want to be very loud and clear when I say like. That is not every day for me. Like, some days I'm just mad and I'm sad. And I think that is healthy Mm -hmm. um, to acknowledge and to lean into. But if that is every day of being mad and sad and bitter, like, friend, you are going to miss out Mm. on so much. Mm. So much. And that is not worth it to me. And... Spoiler, when you love people and celebrate in their joy, they celebrate yours too. Mm, I was <laughs> just about to say it. You said it first. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. It is. When
1: we, um, I think because you, Liz, have been so vulnerable with me and vice versa, we've been able to kind of walk through this really tender season together yeah. And we've also we share a lot of common friends, Mm -hmm. and even um, you know let's extend our arms even further wide. We we share a lot of common circles. Yeah, um, living in a smaller smallish town and and small enough small enough town, (laughs) and (laughs) having enough concentric circles that Mm -hmm. um, we've we have seen either for ourselves for one of us and Mm -hmm. been able to share perspective that um, when we've seen it done well, we've seen it done not so well. Yeah, and the common. Pattern is if you allow the bitterness, the longing, the sadness, the anger, the frustration to take control mm. and to be the overwhelming emotion, what happens is that bleeds out into your unwillingness to celebrate and build up and um, exalt others and mm-hmm. their really fun seasons. And it is felt, yeah. it's felt by them. And what happens, whether you realize it or not, is they will begin to withhold sharing moments of celebration with you. And also, what happens is they then have a harder time stepping back into the shoes of celebration for you Mm. when your long-deserved time comes. And um, it is it is unfortunate that it is that way, Mm -hmm. but it but it it is kind of that give and take of friendship that is so worth it because if, if there was no give and there was no mm-hmm. take, there's not this beautiful dance that yeah. makes it fun and unexpected and life giving and and also it that challenges us to grow. Mm. And we need all of that in relationship, whether that's friendship, marriage, yeah. you know, mentorship, any of any type of relationship, familial, mm-hmm. we need that give and take that forces us to feel welcomed and challenges us to grow. Mm. And so when we don't welcome other people's celebrations, they are going to withhold them. And then we are going to be the ones that are lacking because we don't get to be included in the fullness of their joy.
0: Mm.
1: And that's, that's the heart of the kingdom is like we get to be in the fullness of the Lord's joy, which is his creation's Mm -hmm. joy, which is each individual's joy. Mm -hmm. And so two things that I would love. And I just, I want to leave people with practical, practical takeaways from this. So, two things how do we celebrate others well in a different mm-hmm. season than your own practically okay. and how can others so let's take your your role, where you're at for example mm-hmm. single you've got friends that are married or married and have kids yep and those are two things that you long for deeply in your own life mm-hmm. um i'm and also let's shoot let's forget that let's talk about like you don't have a dog you don't have a yeah. home yeah. You, you know like there are I mean, not. I'm not saying, like, Liz is the martyr. I'm saying, like, <laughs> let's be realistic. People feel really sad and bitter when someone posts a picture of their new puppy. And you're like, dang it, I live in an apartment that won't let me have yeah, a dog. Or, yeah. like, hey, I, I'm posting this picture of, like, the keys to my new car that I bought. And it's like, okay, well, I'm trying to om- omit debt. And yeah. so I'm moving with my parents that. and I'm not holding. You know, like,
0: yeah.
1: all of this is real, friends. All of this mm-hmm. is opportunities that we get the choice to choose. Bitterness mm-hmm. or Choosing in celebrating, and yeah. social media only oh. makes this harder. Yeah. It only make it is a gift, and it also can be a curse, and it only makes us harder. Because so you
0: only get a fragment. You're only getting a. fragment. But we think it's the whole picture.
1: Yes, and it is hard. It is hard, and it. You will never hear me say that social media is bad. I do think social media is hard, and so.
0: I think. I think phrasing it as hard is much more fair than saying it's bad. No, yeah, it's not bad sure.
1: because some Absolutely. of my some of my best mentors, well, spiritual mentors, some of Elizabeth <laughs> is laughing because she knows some of my best spiritual mentors that have walked me through the hardest seasons of my life. They don't even know my name. They don't even know that but I'm they following
0: because they will be on this podcast. Someday. Hey, I'm
1: coming for you. we can going speak it. I'm coming for you, but. Anyways, so practical, like practical tips. Let's Derail. talk about it. I, I know. happens with us. I know it's right. going to happen. I buffered some time for that.
0: That's right.
1: So let's talk about practical tips of how you can love others well in a different season than your own. Okay. And then I also, from there, want to transition to how can others love you well mm. in a season when there may be, I hate how I'm about to phrase this, but I'm lacking a better word, Um, in a season beyond yours. Yeah. Not like that it's ahead, nope. not that you're behind, but they're just um, in that season of, like, they have mm-hmm. a husband and they have kids. They're a little bit further – it's not a path and it's not a race, but
0: do you know what I mean? But, yeah, no, and I, and I think that uh, – I, I actually like that you stumble on that because I think that there's something to be touched on in that, and we'll, and we'll get there when we talk about it, but I think uh, that has been a tension point and a struggle for a lot of friends that – Um that that get in that mindset of oh well they're ahead so they can't relate to what's behind and mm. that's not fair no yeah. um that's no, not, not we've talked about that before. we have talked about that a ton i and i just want to speak the well maybe that maybe this is a practice this is this is probably one go of for the it, most girl. you know what i'm gonna say go go girl. don't make assumptions mm. don't make assumptions I one think more that, time for the people in the back don't make assumptions mm. don't make assumptions <laughs> okay go on um on both ends um so i think one of the most practical ways that you can celebrate your people that are in different seasons than you is don't make assumptions about what is easier for them mm. what is better for them what is harder for them just don't make assumptions because I think when we make assumptions about people's emotions and life phases we don't ever stop to ask the question of how are you doing Mm. and how can I love you and how can I serve you and how can we do life together you know when you make assumptions about what somebody's life is whether that's you've seen something on social media or you just assume because they're married that their life is freaking bliss and like probably isn't Mm -mm. newlywed i mean i'm here to tell you the amount of like whoa this isn't what i thought it'd be stories from my newlywed friends or my new mama friends like if anything there is to say is like those new when you enter into a new season of life is when you need your people the most Mm. because everything is new everything is changing and newsflash no one does well with change Mm no one does well with change and again with assumptions like it's it's really unloving and unkind Mm -hmm. to make assumptions about people's lives because we just start to write narratives in our head that aren't necessarily true and maybe they are true and maybe the assumption you make is accurate but you don't give the person the benefit of the doubt to answer for themselves, mm-hmm. and that feels really unloving and unkind. And and it doesn't go unnoticed, right? Exactly. Even as discreetly or yeah, um,
1: as like private as we think we are uh-uh. with those emotions, it it, comes it out. does come out, and the other the other person feels it, but they don't get the full context uh-uh. of your emotion, and so they're left thinking why don't you want to celebrate with mm-hmm. me why aren't you happy
0: why are you so offended why are you so tender and yeah what the heck is going on here mm-hmm. and and yeah and i think another and we'll have a whole nother episode about the beauty and importance of communication and friendship and, um
1: and conflict and yeah. conflict resolution yeah and yeah. like we're it's really coming. Teasing it's coming hard
0: um unintentionally but um So I would say, I would say my two big takeaways for how to love your people well um, and how to be loved by your people, they really are synonymous in a lot of ways to one another is, well, I don't know if synonymous was the word, but they're the same for both is don't make assumptions. I would miss out on a lot of life and a lot of celebration with my people um, if I made assumptions that they didn't want to include me anymore. I think is probably the overarching assumption that is, feels really um, easy to make Mm. um, is that I don't have a place anymore. Mm. And then in conjunction with that to the friends that are in the different phase, make space Mm -hmm. and make sure they know that there is space.
1: Mm. Give me some, give me some real life
0: examples. Have us over for dinner. Mm um let us love your children Mm -hmm. um tangibly for for my life um talk about it from your life from my life real yeah yeah um monday nights when it is bachelor and bachelor bachelor and bachelorette season i am at our friend mary and dan's house every single monday night i have dinner with their family i put their kids to bed with them we sing the benediction and pray over their kids every single monday night together um and then i spend the next two hours in their home monday nights are sacred to us and we have built that into our lives for the last probably three years Mm -hmm. and i i didn't know this until a while ago or like recent more recently is that because i have been a part of bedtime prayers for the last two years with our kids when they ask their kids on nights, I'm not there, who do you want to pray for? I am who they say. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's really precious. So also <laughs> pray for your friends mm-hmm. on both sides. Yeah. So, okay. So have them ever just make space for each other. Um, you and I are another perfect example. Um, when life started looking really different for both of us and, we were in a working world, and you were married, and you were pregnant. It, spoiler alert, we are both really busy humans <laughs> that have a tendency to overschedule our lives. I like to say my schedule is full, not busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I like that. Um, but we were really the worst about making our friendship always on the back burner. And it wasn't intentional, and we both always were like oh well it doesn't we know that we're each other's one of each other's top priorities yeah, it so like change how i feel about you it never which is like such a unique beauty of our friendship that i i am so grateful for and i understand that not every friendship is like that and that pains me to think about for other people i'm like oh gosh that there's not that grace there mm. like, there's not that freedom like mm. maybe that's also a huge thing is like give grace my God, give so much grace mm-hmm. and friendship. And more. And, and more. then a little bit more. And then, and and then, then like, just more. when you think it's yeah. enough, give even more. Um, grace mixed with honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's flip Ooh, that around, too. Yeah. Of
1: grace mixed with honesty. Because if you do just grace upon grace upon grace, and you're harboring yeah. bitterness and hurt Amen. and bitterness, then it's not actually grace. And that's not actually friendship. No. Mm, okay. Tune back in. <laughs> come back in like a month. We'll have another episode and then another episode a month later. But uh-huh. um, my next couple of guests that we have lined up, Liz, is going to be back with our friend Mary this time. And we're going to talk about, you know, all the different ways that friendship can can ebb and flow mm-hmm. and, and how conflict unaddressed can happen and what that looks like in friendship and how conflict when healthfully, healthfully, Health? mm. sure. Okay, uh-huh. going with it um, addressed <laughs> can then just strengthen the friendship, yeah. and so I wanted to to make a point of that. Of if you are the friend that is, I'm a very if we're, let's talk the enneagram for a hot let's second. Go. I'm an enneagram one with a very very strong wing nine, and if you don't know what that means, don't worry, we'll explain it at some point <laughs> in another episode. But um, what that looks like for me as a friend is, it's really easy to play the martyr and mm-hmm. the peacemaker again and again and again but the emotions that i feel don't actually disappear and so cancel yeah. plans first time great love them love a good cancel plan second time That's freedom yeah yeah shoo freedom in my schedule that i didn't right? think i had hello because we have full schedules, full schedules. <laughs> second time <laughs> totally fine i got you girl third time i i get it i've been there too fourth mm-hmm. time totally fine mm-hmm. still want to hang out with you fifth time sixth time tenth time do you actually like me do you still want to be my friend is this actually like we say we're each other's person but are we really each Mm -hmm. other's person and let's be clear Liz and I have had both of these moments both ways like we are sitting here saying we've got grace for each other we don't have to spend a lot of time together but what she's about to say is Mm -hmm. the result of us having a real conversation face to face on a couch saying yeah you know what I'm glad that we both love each other and we both give each other grace upon grace upon grace, mm-hmm. but we also still need face-to-face time. Yeah. It's, it, it can't be six months of mm-hmm. not hanging out and not talking and saying, oh, but but they're good with it. It's okay. They both, we both know each other. Okay. We're both, we're both full busy schedules. No.
0: Mm-mm.
1: So grace upon grace with honesty. It yeah. only works that way. And so sometimes it feels like you're taking a step back when you have to address conflict mm-hmm. But it really what it
0: gives you is three steps forward. So Totally. What did we do? Tell the people. We sat on a couch. This was probably one of the times that we said, oh, uh, this might have been the conversation that at the end of it probably. we were like, oh, couch conversations. That should be a podcast. Um, but no, we sat down and, I mean, seriously, it had been months. A long time. Shameful. Eh, it, I mean, I had gone through a really big season uh-huh. and I you was, didn't know about. And I was really mad that I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. But I also – didn't ask. I made the assumption that, I was that she fine. was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I mean there were, there was just there was such lack of communication that there was so much miscommunication mm-hmm. and and so after that it was I mean gosh, we sat on my couch for like six hours it was the world's longest coffee date uh, uh-huh <laughs> it was coffee
1: date that turned into miss lunch that turned yeah. into
0: it was like come over at 8 a.m and then she didn't leave till probably three o'clock. that sounds about right i have yeah. no idea but it's not i wouldn't it was fastest. long it was very long and it's it's so funny i'm not gonna delve the details of what i was talked about but it started out really like light and oh my gosh I've missed you this feels so good and then all of a sudden the, the thing is is we can read each other like a mm-hmm. freaking book but I think we be
1: in front of each other uh-huh
0: but I think we like authored each other's books because it's like I feel like I can read you mm-hmm. and you can read me better than we can read ourselves sometimes mm-hmm. the value of external perspective yeah. yeah and we sat there and just had like bs surface conversation for probably 15 minutes and then all of a sudden it was like "Uh uh-uh this is a load of bull like (laughs) uh what's going on and then we just like it didn't blow it was a very peaceful but it was like we've got some stuff to address here Mm -hmm. and what we've been doing is not working Mm -hmm. and we have been lying to ourselves for way too long about that this is working you mm-hmm. know, if we'd been in a dating relationship, it was like, a, are we going to break up or are we going to fight this through? Yeah. And whereas for us, it was like, no, we're friends till we, forever. Like, Yeah.
1: But we weren't running in similar patterns. We weren't right. running in similar circles. Also, hashtag COVID. Like, True. there's lots yeah. of, not excuses, but if you, the, the point being, basically, if you're in two different seasons as friends, it does make the friendship harder. harder. Yeah. It is. It is – I'm not going to say it's easier, but it's different when you're meeting up with a bunch of girlfriends Mm -hmm. after everybody got off of work and you don't have husbands that are like, what are we doing for dinner? Or I had plans, like am I going to see you beforehand? Or you have a baby or even a dog or just like when you have responsibility – outside of yourself you yourself Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. and your friendships then it does you you start sharing your time you start slicing off pieces of your time and so when you start assuming about the other person then again back to assumptions Mm -hmm. the the more different your seasons look the more tempting it is to take the easy way out which Mm -hmm. is assume and to not check in and then that can it hurts both ways Yep, yep, yep. Doesn't matter what season, because we're talking about celebrating others in different seasons than you. Mm-hmm. So that looks like me as a mama and a wife mm-hmm. to my very best friend, who is not a mama, not a mm-hmm. wife. And so, um, you know, even down to like, I live in a home where my husband and I have to decide who's mowing the lawn. And right? like, yeah. you have the blessing right now in this season of like, that does not but, that does not cross your mind, right? So we
0: don't even have a lawn to mow right now. That's hey, amazing. that's so
1: great. And so. You know, but yeah, all of that matters. Yeah. So we did. We had to sit down and have a conversation. Of, we had a DTR. We did.
0: <laughs> Please we, hear us
1: say. That was so – we've been friends for 11 years. 11 years. And so the f-
0: first, like, come to Jesus conversation we had to have was a year and a half, two years. A year, a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. Really? A year ago probably, actually. Yeah. But even before that, which is interesting that we're talking about this timeline, is because before that – It was probably before you were pregnant. Yeah, it was for sure before you were pregnant. Um, We had decided, okay, we get really full schedules. So you and I, no matter what, once a month we have a one-on-one bestie date. That is like Bible for us. We have to have it. No questions asked. It may be difficult to schedule, but like that is sacred time that we have to have. And... And we were really good about it for a, a while. And then, I don't, maybe it was, I don't know why we kind of felt, was it COVID? I don't really remember you know, why it fell off. I can't off. remember.
1: I can't remember if it was pregnancy. I can't remember if it was colic. It I can't remember like, if it was, you know, it, it, it might have. It was probably have, just in that season. It was in that of,
0: season. It was when Reese was a newborn.
1: Reese is my daughter.
0: Oh, yes. Reese, we love you. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when it was or what it was, but it fell off in that then that, like, snowballed into just a really painful time. But we were both, like, silently crying about it and not talking about it and making assumptions about – well, I'll speak for myself. I was making assumptions about things, but it also – yeah, it just was really difficult. I mean, everything just said, like – but you. the beauty of it is, like, If you've built a strong enough foundation, you can come back and say, like, this isn't who we are. Mm -hmm. This isn't what we do. Mm -hmm. How do we get – and maybe it's not so much getting back, but, like, how do we reconcile and move forward? Yes. Let's focus on that because when
1: we're talking about celebrating just the gift of friendship Mm – and here's the thing. We are all humans. In college – from the time you are in kindergarten until the time yeah. you graduate college or graduate high school if you are not going to college yeah. then you are pretty much in the same space you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. your family life might look different your home life will look might look different you know n- name name any of different things mm-hmm. but we're going, school, mm-hmm. we're going to school we're going to school we're going to school we have extracurricular activities mm-hmm. we're maybe working a part-time job everything looks pretty
0: pretty much much like
1: at least canned across the board and for the most part again give or take give or take and then all of a sudden you hit college and still it's like even if people are dating seriously and then getting Mm -hmm. engaged and then getting hired for their first job before we even hit graduation like things are still we're all still in Mm -hmm. school we're all still doing this we're all still sharing homes and living in apartments or rental homes and then you graduate Mm -hmm. and then people get married and then people have dogs and they buy homes and they have babies and they have another baby and then they buy a car and they buy a bigger home and it never stops except we all start moving along in different paths at different paces Mm -hmm. and your life all of a sudden looked pretty close to your friends
0: yeah
1: all of a sudden looks very different from your friends so how do we continue to move forward with friends because I think it's Mm -hmm. really important to say friendship thrives friendship friendship feeds us Mm -hmm. friendship challenges us to grow when it changes Mm -hmm. and it grows we can't keep the same like our friendships don't your nice friendship does not look the same as Mm -hmm. it did when we met because we were not roommates see by senior year of college we were roommates and our beds were close enough that we could have held hands (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> should we wanted to as we fell asleep at night. It but was honestly, we best. are not physical touch humans, so Ew. we never tried that. So, you know, then it changed when in that season I got engaged mm-hmm. and got married and was no longer your roommate. And, you know, we things change, but we had to evolve our friendship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes again, like I said before, sometimes it feels like you're taking a step or two backwards. Yeah. It's how you address it that yeah. you can move forward. Yeah. And so, okay, so for you, if you don't if you don't choose like consciously mm-hmm. to celebrate others, you will miss it on joy. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying. Totally. How do people like myself yeah. love you well in mm-hmm. those seasons you said you include us. You make yeah. space for us. Mm-hmm. You don't forget us in the routines. What do you think is the key When you're when you're thinking in general of just celebrating other people well in different seasons, what's the one
0: takeaway? Mm. Um, Well, as you were saying, all of that. The thing that was like resounding in my head um, is that we get to be steady ground for people um, Mm. with the understanding that steady and the same are not one and one in the same mm. um
1: they're not synonymous
0: they're not synonymous I because I think th- when I think about what has sustained us is that you have been steady for mm. me even when you yourself have not felt steady it's being steady and it's being safe mm-hmm. I think for me personally is what has sustained friendship is that even if you're, a, if my best friends are married and moms, and if we're sitting around a kitchen counter and all they're talking about is, you know, their kids' sleep schedule or recent fight they had with their husband, yeah, I can't contribute anything necessarily to that conversation about my own kids' sleep schedule or my own recent fight with my husband and how we overcame it. But I I can still sit and listen and be present, mm. and I, and I think that is something that doesn't come easy for everyone, mm-hmm. and I, I want to acknowledge that. But I think it's like a muscle.
1: It is a muscle. So it's a muscle, you and not everybody not everybody has a strong muscle right mm-hmm. out the gate. But it is not something that you can just say, "Well, I'm just Liz is strong in that, and I'm not." No. Liz has exercised this Mm -hmm. muscle and whether she has wanted to, wanted it or not, I would probably say she hasn't wanted it, but the Lord has put her in position to train and strengthen Mm -hmm. that muscle. And what it does is me speaking from the other end, Liz sits there, she listens, she doesn't shut down, she doesn't walk out because there, there have been people when Mm -hmm. the predominant demographic of the table is moms Mm -hmm. at a dinner. And someone, or two, or three, you can tell. You can just tell when there's some listeners that and are no longer t- listening. You can They've see them tap out. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard because you recognize it and you start feeling insecure and you're like, dang it, I can't change that I the Lord has called me to be a wife or a mother or a dog right. mom or a homeowner or, yeah. you know, a, a director position in my company. Like, whatever it is, you know, when you're in a different season than your your peers – when they tap out, it doesn't feel safe anymore. Yeah. And so what happens is, is when it's their turn to speak and you are the minority in a group, because it'll happen, because there were mm-hmm. many times when I was the newlywed and I would still show up in the predominant demographic around the table with single women right. talking about dating, dating apps, co- uh, you know, happy hours with work mm-hmm. friends, the next girl's trip they're going to take, and I know that I can't take that trip with right. them. Right. That all of a sudden it feels like, oh, well, I'm not part of this conversation. Mm. And it's hard to stay engaged when you look around and you're like, but they didn't stay engaged for what I'm going through. And it just feels yeah. not justified, but it does feel it hard. Hurts. It hurts. It hurts. And so when when you hold space, mm. just be, be keeping in mind that it is that beautiful give and take and yeah. balancing back and forth of you do that really well, Liz. You allow – um people to to be real and talk about their full picture of life mm-hmm. and then in, in turn when you pop in and you're like whoa bumped into someone that i had previously <laughs> seen on a d- <laughs> dating app and we talked that and then happened. i just saw him awkwardly in public and it's like yeah. no and yeah. we go in 110 yeah. percent to that drama for you to yeah. be like I don't care that I'm a mama with a baby at home. Like, I'm in it. You're I'm in it. Like, in I've it. got that dating app. And I'm like, yeah. no, he didn't. Yeah, Because that's reality for you. And so it. I I appreciate you saying that because it goes both ways. Like, we have to hold space.
0: We have to hold space and we have to honor each other. We have to honor each other's seasons. Mm. And I think if we – it is – when we I, I, I don't think we're ever thinking about it as dishonoring someone's season mm. when we ha when we tap out or we assume that we no matter we no longer have space in that season with them. Uh, I, I think if we if we consciously thought like, oh, that's really dishonoring to them, we maybe wouldn't do it as much mm. um, so true. But if we think about, And, you know, I mean, frick, it's the golden rule. Like, treat others how you want to be treated, honestly, honestly. Like, we're taught it in kindergarten. Well, y'all, I'm almost 30, and it still applies. Mm -hmm. Like, if I want people to honor my season, if I want people to make space in their life for me, if I want people to be loving and kind and attentive, and if I want people to think. For me, I have to think for them, mm. and and I think you and I and Mary will talk significantly about this um, about the idea of being thought for. Which again, I I that's a huge piece of it is don't make assumptions <laughs> about people. Make space for people in your life, and I and the beauty of that, and I think this is something that's been really special that we experienced a lot in college. I think being in young life um like having older people we just really learned what it looked like to do life with mm-hmm. people um of like oh my house is a mess but like come over mm-hmm. sit in my mess with me literally mm-hmm. um I'm changing diapers
1: yeah before I can put my child to bed before exactly. I can sit down and give you one-on-one attention but come but in like, here and sing the, come.
0: sing the doxology with yes. me
1: while we put my kid down you yeah. know
0: like one of my favorite things in the world now is if I get to do bedtime with my best mm. friends and their babies, it is one of my. Thi- and Reese did not want to do it tonight. Which I know fine. I'm laughing right, <laughs> you
1: walked in when I was Liz <laughs> arrived at my house and we're besties, so she knows my house code and lets her, let let herself in. And I was putting Reese down, and I heard her come in. I said, "Reese, do you want Aunt Lizzie to read you your book?" And Reese sat there for a second, looked at me, and Liz is babysat and so replaced mommy in these situations. And Reese she said, knew. Mm, "No." <laughs> <laughs> She's twenty months old. <laughs> she, she said, "Love her, don't want love her. her." She's want already me.
0: practicing honesty.
1: Yeah, love it. It's good. Love that girl. She's. A I love her,
0: woman. but truly, and and I say that in, and, and that's making space for me in their life. Yeah. And I remember, I mean, we <laughs> we can talk about it now, but kind of in the height of COVID, I came over and had a, because you all knew mm-hmm. i was so lonely i was still living in my apartment at that time um i was so lonely and we had all been incredibly safe mm-hmm. um and i came over and had a sleep and i'm not because came- nathan and i said screw it yeah she is lonely and she's coming, like, coming what we, we are up. yeah we don't care. and that i mean that was probably one of my favorite if not my favorite memory of 2020 yeah. mine too yeah bestie sleepover but it also like recent that was when reese and i bonded it was yeah it just was so sweet and then reese and i bonded hugely that i mean what was it like 48 hours 48, <laughs> i mean I <that> was like a <laughs> long time um also adult sleepovers are the best thing in the world are, y'all we did it for my 29th birthday here mm-hmm. and 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 that's another thing like Being the single friend, my 29th birthday was so fun because we also acted pretty much like we were in college again.
1: It was the best. It was a 90s-themed birthday, and we all dressed up like 90s, and we decked out the basement with literally all you 90s kids. It was amazing. It was
0: everything that we lived. You can, like, go deep in the archives of my Instagram to see it. But but what I was saying earlier is, like, when you celebrate another's joy – They also celebrate in yours. So, like, yeah, I may not have a diamond on my finger yet or a baby in my belly. Like, I may not have these things yet where it's like, oh, we're throwing a bridal shower or we're throwing a baby shower or we're doing all of these things. But like I still have a birthday every year Mm -hmm. and people want to celebrate my life. Mm -hmm. And like let people celebrate your life. Yes. And it's so funny too, because all my mom friends were like, This is the best. (laughs) <laughs> so like it just is sweet y'all like I don't know I just think I easily could if I had sat in bitterness and resentment that party would have never happened like no because when I said
1: hey well and I think twofold I think mm-hmm. um speaking to all my my people out there that are in a different season than your single friends um, or your your friends that aren't parents um, mm-hmm. yet or ever, you know. I think that's also I think something to acknowledge. Not all people feel yeah, called to yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. mama and daddy, and that's okay. And you need to respect that and give them space for that as well. And so, um, you know, I I think forward for Liz's birthday, like mm. that is just something consciously our friend Mary does the same, and I'm and we're not the only ones. Like, we and not that I, that's not to say I don't think forward for everybody's birthday, but. You know, we have not – we have yet to have thrown a bridal shower mm-hmm. or an or a bachelorette or, a, you know, a baby shower for Liz. And so her birthday comes, and y'all better know we're throwing a bumping party every year, like, with a theme and Mylar balloons. And, <laughs> you know, I'm we're going the whole nine yards. Yeah, and so her 29th was coming up, and I texted her and literally asked permission. Can I th- – this is what I'm thinking. Can I throw you an adult sleepover <laughs> – That's 90s themed. Thinking you'd love it. We'll Uh make TikTok videos. Liz was really big into making like TikTok videos then. And so I was like, it'll be like when we made up dances when we were in fifth grade. (laughs) And she was like, yes. So that example is someone thinking forward Mm -hmm. to celebrate those small moments and not, like, I'll say this to your face. Like, I don't just do the normal, let's gather and go to dinner for Liz's birthday. Mm -hmm. Because... We have yet to get to celebrate that sweet season. And so guess what? She gets extra years for extra awesome birthdays. That's just, you know, that's how I approach that part of friendship. And in the reverse, she lets me celebrate her. She doesn't say, no, 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 I don't want that. No. She's like, that sounds so freaking fun. Here's my list. And sends the list of women that she wants to invite to that gathering. And so – you i think it's just that it's the give and the take it's the dance mm-hmm. it's the making space it's the
0: it, it's a lot of things it's a but... lot of things
1: but the the overall thing is it's important it is yeah. important to celebrate your friends if that is a friendship you love and that is a friendship you value and if it is a friendship you long to keep then friends you need to celebrate your people mm-hmm. you do it doesn't have to be elaborate it doesn't have to be fancy but it does look a whole lot like having conversations, even mm-hmm. when they're hard. Holding space, not forgetting, not bringing bitterness to the table. Yeah. Please leave your assumptions at the door. Don't forget to ask Please. people how they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of the question: How can I love you well?
0: Yeah.
1: Or, and even better, how can I love you better?
0: Yeah. I think that's
1: a good one that we can't if your besties you're even if you're not besties if you're good friends ask your people that question i'm sure they'll be pleasantly surprised to get to answer it and Mm -hmm. then they can ask you back and then you're you will jump forward 10 steps in that journey oh yeah so okay we could keep going and the (laughs) the great thing is is i get to have you back um with our friend mary again so you'll get to hear more from liz Um, And if you would like to see the Instagram post that she has talked about and read earlier and her profound, profound words, and you would like to reread it again, I will have her Instagram handle in the show notes. I will also have a link to her podcast that she hosts over at TwirlX in the show notes. So um, I will make her her and her areas of the internet very accessible to you. But I do um, highly recommend if you find yourself, if you are listening and you find yourself in a similar season of Liz, or you're listening and you find yourself maybe in a season more like my own, or um, you have friends that are like Liz, I would highly recommend she would, she's going to throw a shoe that she's not wearing at me for saying (laughs) that um, she is the the benchmark for this and she's not doing it perfectly. But, here as celebrate confidently and in my corner of the internet we are not about doing things perfectly um we're just about doing things well mm-hmm. to the best of our ability with god's strength so i think she is doing this very well with the lord's strength and so um i'd love for you to go give her give her some love go read what she has to say and we're going to wrap up with this Because this podcast is called Celebrate Confidently, what is something that you are currently celebrating right now, big or small, happy or sad, but what are you celebrating right now? I am
0: celebrating financial freedom. Mm. Yeah. I got out of debt about a month ago and... It is such a gift to not be tied to that. Like I got to pick up the tab for Mother's Day dinner, and that felt mm. so amazing not to be like, "Oh, family, I got this, but of like, I got this and I get to get this. Mm. you know, like I get I get to love my people in a way that um, I didn't get to I it would have been really burdensome once upon a time to yeah. do. So, mm. yeah so good i love it we and we celebrated that for you
1: we did and it was a really sweet night so don't forget to celebrate the big and the small amen thanks for your people oh this is the best thanks thank you thank
0: you thank you for being here Um. thanks for what you're doing and being a voice to the people mm, this is needed and i feel very honored to be on this podcast so I am honored me. by
1: your words and I'm honored that God's given me something to talk about in this that this space. So, yes, okay. Till next time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't Cassie the best, you all? Gosh, I love her so much. I'm so grateful that y'all got to sit in and just hear from her heart and get a behind the curtain look into our friendship and how it has sustained so many years of just figuring it all out and we're still we will forever be figuring it out but uh we've got some tools in our tool belt now to help it be as smooth of a road as it possibly can be lord willing so y'all please 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 go give cassie a follow over on her own podcast celebrate confidently and you can follow her on Instagram at Cassie Dilly and also on her website cassiedilly.com. I'll have all of these in our show notes. But guys, go give her some love. She's got some amazing content out there for you all. Her episodes are real short and sweet and really amazing. She is all about helping you celebrate confidently (laughs) it's as simple as that y'all if you love this conversation today please 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 leave a five-star rating and a kind review over on apple podcast just so we can keep doing our thing over here and spurring y'all on guys we love you i hope that this was i know this was a longer one today but i hope it was worth your time uh y'all are awesome thanks for being you we'll be back soon we love you